Chapter Four of the Hidden Hand. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bridget. The Hidden Hand by E. D. E. N. Southworth. Chapter Four. Capitola. Her sex a page's dress belied, obscured her charms but could not hide. Scott. Please, sir, do you want your carpet bag carried? Asked a voice near. Old Hurricane looked around him with a puzzled air, for he thought that a young girl had made this offer. So soft and clear were the notes of the voice that spoke. It was I, sir. Here I am, at yours and everybody's service, sir, said the same voice. And turning, Old Hurricane saw sitting astride a pile of boxes at the corner store, a very ragged lad, some thirteen years of age. Good gracious, thought Old Hurricane, as he gazed upon the boy, this must be crown prince and heir apparent to the king of shreds and patches. Well, old gent, you'll know me next time, that's certain, said the lad, returning the look with interest. It is probable Old Hurricane did not hear this irreverent speech, for he continued to gaze with pity and dismay upon the ragamuffin before him. He was a handsome boy, too, notwithstanding the deplorable state of his wardrobe. Thick clustering curls of jet-black hair fell in tangled disorder around a forehead broad, white and smooth as that of a girl. Slender and quaintly arched black eyebrows played above a pair of mischievous dark gray eyes that sparkled beneath the shade of long, thick black lashes. A little turned-up nose and red, pouting lips completed the character of a countenance full of fun, frolic, spirit, and courage. "'Well, Governor, if you've looked long enough, maybe you'll take me into service,' said the lad, winking to a group of his fellow newsboys that had gathered at the corner. "'Dear, dear, dear! He looks as if he had never in his life seen soap and water, or a suit of whole clothes,' ejaculated the old gentleman, adding kindly, "'Yes, I reckon I will give you the job, my son.' "'His son! Oh, crikey, do you hear that, fellows? His son! Oh, lor', my governor's turned up at last. I'm his son. Oh, Gemini!' But what did I tell you? I always had a sort of impression that I must have had a father in some former period of my life, and behold, here he is. Who knows but I might have had a mother also, but that isn't likely. Still, I'll ask him. How's the old woman, sir? said the newsboy, jumping off the boxes and taking the carpet bag in his hand. What are you talking about, you infatuated tatterdemalion? Come along. If it weren't for pity, I'd have you put in the pillory, exclaimed old Hurricane, shaking his cane at the offender. Thank ye, sir. I've not had a pillow under my head for a long time. Silence, ragamuffin. Just so, sir. A dumb devil is better than a talking one, answered the lad, demurely following his employer. They went on some distance, old Hurricane diligently reading the names of the streets at the corners. Presently he stopped again, bewildered, and after gazing around himself for a few minutes, said, Boy. Yes, sir. Do you know such a place as Rag Alley in Manillo Street? Rag Alley, sir? Yes, a sort of narrow, dark, musty place, with a row of old tumble-down tenements each side, where poor wretches live all huddled up together, fifty in a house, eh? I was told I couldn't drive up it in a carriage, so I had to walk. Do you know such a place? Do I know such a place? Do I know Rag Alley? Oh, my eye! Oh, he, 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 he! What are you laughing at now, you miscellaneous assortment of variegated pieces? Oh, oh, dear, I was laughing to think how well I knew Rag Alley. Humph! You do look as if you were born and bred there. But, sir, I wasn't. Humph! How did you get into life, then? I don't know, Governor, unless I was raked up from the gutter by some old woman in the rag-picking line, said the newsboy, demurely. Humph! I think that quite likely. But now, do you say that you know where that alley is? Oh, don't set me off again. Oh, he, he, he! Yes, sir, I know. Well, then, show me the way and don't be a fool. 
"'I'd scorn to be it, sir. This is the way,' said the lad, taking the lead. They walked on several squares, and then the boy stopped, and pointing down a cross street said, "'There, Governor, there you are.' "'There? Where? Why, that's a handsome street,' said Old Hurricane, gazing up in admiration at the opposite blocks of stately brownstone mansions. "'That's it, howsoever. That's Rag Alley. Tain't called Rag Alley now, though. It's called Highfalutin Terrace.' "'Them tenements you talk of were pulled down more'n a year ago, "'and these houses put up in their place,' said the newsboy. "'Dear, dear, dear, what changes! "'And what became of the poor tenants?' asked Old Hurricane, "'gazing in dismay at the inroads of improvement. "'The tenants? Poor wretches, how do I know? "'Carded away, blown away, thrown away, with the other rubbish. "'What became of the tenants? "'Ask of the winds that far around with fragments strewed the sea-tea.' "'I heard that spouted at a school exhibition once, Governor,' said the lad, demurely. "'Humph! Well, 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 the trace is lost. What shall I do? Put advertisements in all the daily papers? Apply at the chief police office?' "'Yes, I'll do both,' muttered Old Hurricane to himself. Then, speaking out, he called, "'Boy!' "'Yes, sir. Call me a cab.' "'Yes, sir.' And the lad was off like an arrow to do his bidding. In a few moments the cab drove up. The newsboy, who was sitting beside the driver, jumped down and said, "'Here it is, sir.' "'Thank you, my son. Here is your fee,' said Old Hurricane, putting a silver dollar into the lad's hand. "'What? Lor, it can't be. But it is. He must have made a mistake. What if he did? I don't care.' "'Yes, I do, too. Honor bright,' exclaimed the newsboy, looking in wonder and desire and sore temptation upon the largest piece of money he had ever touched in his life. "'Governor.' "'Well, boy,' said the old gentleman, with his feet upon the steps of the cab. "'You've been and done and gone, and give me a whole dollar by mistake. "'And why should you think it a mistake, you impertinent monkey? "'Your honor didn't mean it. "'Why not, you young rascal? Of course I did. "'Take it and be off with you,' said old Hurricane, beginning to ascend the steps. "'I'm a great mind to,' said the newsboy, still gazing on the coin, with satisfaction and desire. "'I'm a great mind to, but I won't. "'Taint fair. Governor, I say. "'What now, you troublesome fellow?' "'Do stop a minute. Don't tempt me too hard, "'cause, you see, I ain't sure I could keep honest "'if I was tempted too hard. "'What do you mean now, you ridiculous little ape? "'I mean I know you're from the country and don't know better, "'and I mustn't impose upon your ignorance.' "'My ignorance, you impudent villain!' "'exclaimed the old man, with rising wrath. "'Yes, governor, you hain't cut your eye-teeth yet. "'You hain't up to snuff. You don't know nothing. "'Why, this is too much for toting a carpet-bag a half a dozen squares, "'and it's very well you fell in with an honest lad like me "'that wouldn't impose on your innocence. "'Bless you, the usual price isn't more'n a dime, "'or if you're rich and generous, a shillin', but... "'What the deuce do I care for the usual price, "'you, you, you perfect prodigy of patches? "'There, for the Lord's sake, go get yourself a decent suit of clothes. "'Drive on, cabman,' roared old Hurricane, "'flinging an eagle upon the sidewalk and rolling off in his cab.' "'Poor, dear old gentleman. I wonder where his keeper is. How could he have got loose? Maybe I'd better go and tell the police. But then I don't know who he is or where he's gone. But he is very crazy, and I'm afraid he'll fling away every cent of his money before his friends can catch him. I know what I'll do. I'll go to the stand and watch for the cab to come back, and ask the driver what he has done with the poor, dear old fellow,' said the newsboy, picking up the gold coin and putting it into his pocket. And then he started, but with an eye to business, singing out, Herald, Tribune, Express, last account of the Orful Accident Steamer, etc., 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 selling his papers as he went on to the cab stand. He found the cabman already there. 
and to his anxious inquiries as to the sanity of the old gentleman, that Jehu replied, "'Oh, bless your soul, crazy? No, no more'n you or I. He's a real knob, a real Virginian, FFV, with money like the sands on the seashore. Keep the tin, lad. He knowed what he was a-doin' on.' "'Oh, it almost scares me to have so much money,' exclaimed the boy, half in delight, half in dismay. "'But to-night I'll have a warm supper, and sleep in a bed once more. And to-morrow a new suit of clothes.' So here goes. Herald, Express, Full Account, The Horrible Murder, Bell Street, Ledge, etc., 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 crying his papers until he was out of hearing. Never in his life had the newsboy felt so prosperous and happy. End of chapter 4